Hi guys, welcome to Ashley Young, the podcast. My name is Ashley Young and I am so incredibly excited to have you guys here with me along this journey. I do actually trust and believe that it will indeed be a journey. So here's what you can expect. We are going to discuss having a Christ-centered life, wholeness, and business. Now listen, I know that is such a wide range of topics to discuss, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab your notebooks, grab your tissues, grab your armor, and for some of you guys, you might even want to grab some hangers because you've been carrying and wearing your armor for years. So get strapped in, find a cozy spot, turn up the volume, and let's get started. Y'all, I am so excited. I'm so excited, guys. This is the first official episode of Ashley Young, the podcast. And I honestly, guys, could not be more excited. Um, So I'm going to dive straight into it. Today's topic is one that honestly I know is super unpopular. And uh, me personally, I've had this same conversation in several rooms, in several circles, and oftentimes it gets a little heated. So I'm going into that completely aware, but before we dive into the topic, I do kind of want to set the temperature in the room. We are going to discuss wholeness and healing a lot on this channel. And before we dive into that, I do want to make sure we are all welcoming and making room for us to truly walk in that healing and receive that wholeness that we truly desire. So what that looks like is, guys, we have to embrace our humanity. Embrace our humanity. So what does that look like? That looks like allowing yourself to truly feel. You have to allow yourself to feel. Um, so along along this journey, we are going to discuss a lot of things that may make you um, uneasy. A lot of things that can potentially make you frustrated or feel offended. Very similar to one that may go to a therapist. Oftentimes, a lot of the subjects that you all discuss... Um, It's not necessarily that a person is attacking you, but it is that the subject at hand, you've possibly buried emotions associated with that topic, and now these emotions are coming to the surface. So I definitely want you all to allow yourself to feel those emotions because without feeling those emotions, we can't heal those emotions. So diving straight into today's topic, We are talking about the danger of being a masculine woman. And guys, please stick around, stick around. I truly believe that this topic is one that both men and women can benefit from. So yes, we are talking about the danger of being a masculine woman, but I do believe that this topic can give you a lot of tools to truly speak to the queen in your life. This will allow you to disarm a lot of 
um, the outlashes that may be presented by your queen and really help her kind of put down those walls. So diving into the topic, I do kind of want to start off with a story time because although I do have this perspective now, there was a time when I wasn't necessarily walking this way. I honestly, I, I had... <laughs> a very extensive journey to wholeness. I didn't wake up whole. I wasn't born whole. Um, I had a lot of things that I had to kind of heal from and it was not easy, but I do have to admit the journey was extremely beautiful. So I'm excited for all of you guys to start your wholeness journey and I'm committed to walk with you. I'm committed to walk the journey with you. So let's let's get started and dive straight into it. So growing up for me, in most cases, I was the only girl. I can remember um, getting Barbies for Christmas and I would be extremely disappointed because the boys, I mean, the boys were getting remote control cars. These cars were doing flips, hopping off walls, all of these things. And I kept getting these Barbie dolls and doll houses. And I'm like, these Barbies can't even talk by themselves. They can't even move by themselves. So honestly, guys, I used to put them in the microwave and watch their heads explode. <laughs> so um, that was fun for me. I, that was fun for me. I definitely was a Tom girl. So I was hopping fences. I was climbing trees. I was playing with bugs. We had um, a potato bug farm and th that was fun for me. But I do want to say, and, I, and I'm not saying it was because I was the only girl, but this is something that I experienced in most cases. And we all know women, we were wired differently. So I can remember crying for whatever reason, you know, something may have hurt, my feelings may have been hurt, whatever the reason was, but I can remember being told, stop crying, stop crying, you're a crybaby. And for so long, even as an adult, those words rung in my head. All I heard, it was like, cry baby, cry baby, cry baby. And what that did for me was it kind of arrest my emotions. I didn't know how to feel because I, and I, and I literally trained myself to stop crying. So because I couldn't cry about this, I stopped feeling certain things. And because I stopped feeling certain things, I couldn't even articulate to you how I felt or what was going on. I couldn't articulate that because I literally closed off a certain part of my emotion and that became super dangerous for me, guys. I, I, I literally became such a cold, cold individual. And what that does for a person is it makes it very difficult for you to even communicate with people. It makes, I was very silent for a very long time. I, 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 I wouldn't be able to say I was ever an aggressive person, but I will say it made com communicating with me extremely difficult because in most cases I was very silent. So something may have been bothering me, but and you may be able to feel it because maybe my mood changed or I stopped smiling as much. If you're ever around me, you know I smile a lot. I laugh a lot. But if that shuts down, you're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I can't, I can't even articulate it for you. Honestly, guys, for a very long time, 
people would ask me, especially my mom, she would be like, what's wrong with you? And I would literally be able to feel the words feeling up in my throat. But for whatever reason, they would never come out. They would never come out. It made it extremely difficult for me to communicate. And and I'm certain it made it it made it very unpleasant for other people. But that's something that that truly affected me as a kid and even as an adult. That's something that I had to unpack because I didn't realize as a woman it arrested my femininity. It arrest I was as a woman, we are emotional beings. So if it's if it's difficult for you to express your emotion, or even even if you're not expressing your emotion, if it's difficult for you to feel your emotion, there's definitely something that you want to evaluate in that space. What happened to you that caused your emotions your emotions to be arrested? We wanna we wanna really break that down and show some attention to that wound that you you have in your life. Another thing that really hindered me, and this is something that God brought to my attention. I want to say I, I maybe was 25, 24, 25 years old when he brought this to my attention. But growing up for many years, my mom was a single mom. She was a single mom and for a very long time, because my father was not in the house, for a very long time, I subconsciously said to myself, I wanted to be what I didn't have. I wanted to be what I didn't have. And let me tell you the danger in that. Here's the danger in that. Because I am a woman, I will never be able to be what I didn't have, right? Even when I have children, I would never be able to be a dad. I'm going to be a mom, right? I'm going to be a mom. And it's something that I didn't realize, but I was subconsciously hardening my heart. I was hardening my heart and it made it very difficult for me. You know one thing I used to do, and this is something that is so small, but I used to do this. I would literally walk past my reflection, whereas most people would walk past their reflection and they would look and they would check themselves out. Even if they're not like, "Ooh, girl, I'm fine. They're at least looking at their face, make sure they ain't got nothing on their face. I would be afraid to even look at my reflection. I would walk past a mirror. I would walk past a window, anything that had my reflection on it. And I wouldn't even look at it. I was arresting my femininity because I'm calling, I was literally calling on this masculine energy because I said to myself, I wanted to be what I didn't have. And that was so super dangerous. I did not know that that was something that I was doing. So I had to literally make a conscious decision to become whole. I had to make a conscious decision to be whole. And when I tell you guys that journey was not easy, it's something that did not take 10 minutes. It did not take 10 minutes. It took several years for me to become, and honestly, guys, the journey to wholeness, to wholeness is ever going. It's ever going. You're, you're ever changing, so there's always going to be something that needs to be addressed, 
But there's a space that you can get to where you are as comfortable as can be in your own skin. You're comfortable in your own skin. You live a life that protects you from you. So what does that mean? You live a life that protects you from you. So if that means if, you know, typically when you're feeling a little low or insecure, you typically reach out to a certain person that you know you don't really like anyways, but you know this person is going to feed into you, your ego. This person is going to gas you up enough so you can, you know, continue to live your life. That's not healthy. That's not healthy. And gone are the days where we entertain people just to get us by. People that we don't like, people that if we had the pen and was writing our own story, we would not write these people in our story. Stop giving yourself away freely to people who can't even afford you. They can't afford you. And I'm not talking about monetarily. They can't afford you. They can't afford you emotionally. They can't afford you spiritually. They can't even afford you in the realm of success. Stop giving yourself away freely. The only way you're going to be able to stop doing that is if you truly knew your worth. And I'm not saying you get to a point where your head is just so big and really what you're doing when you get there, your head is so big that you can't even see out of your peripherals and you can't even see the damage that you have. You can't even see the bags that you're carrying. So we don't want to get to that place, but I do want to kind of walk you through the steps that I had to take to really become whole. The first step that I had to get to is acknowledging. I had to acknowledge, hey, there's a wound here. There's a scar right here. I might need some stitches in this area. I had to get to that place. You know you know how the story goes. You go to a counselor, maybe not even a counselor. A lot of us have friends who are super insightful, super, super in tune, and they know us so well that sometimes they're able to identify a thing within you that may, in most cases, be a blind spot for you. So sometimes they may say something like, you are, you're, you're very angry. And those words alone can make a person extremely defensive. And you'll say something along the lines of, I'm not angry. I wish you would stop saying that. I'm not angry. But honestly, a whole person, whether it was true or not, they wouldn't be so fired up about words that didn't stand true in their life. They, would, they, wouldn't, be so fire, they wouldn't be so fired up about it. They, they may say something like, okay, um, I appreciate you saying that uh, there's something that I can take into account and I'll evaluate. But if you find yourself being frustrated by something someone says, there may be some truth in it. There may be some truth in it. And so instead of acting defensive, I would urge you to say, God, reveal to me what in me is wounded. What in me is causing me to be offended and I promise you he will he may not answer you in that very moment and a lot of times it's not that God isn't speaking in that moment a lot of times is that our emotions are so high that we cannot hear the the voice of God is so subtle it's so 
still and, and so gentle. A lot of times we want God to yell at us. We want him to strike us down and we want him to say, wake up. But the God I serve doesn't move that way. The God I serve, he doesn't operate that way. He's such a gentle God. So when our emotions are at an all-time high, it makes it difficult to hear the voice of God. So still pray that prayer, but once you get into a still place, a silent place, oftentimes it may even be when you're sleeping. He may give you a dream. He may give you a dream. And a lot of times, people who have dreams, I believe, Oftentimes, that is the only time God can get to you because during the day, your thoughts are moving so fast. Your thoughts are moving so fast. So that is the only time he can really speak to you where you can hear him. So definitely pay attention to your dreams. Write them down. And don't try to dissect the dream yourself. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the wonders of that dream. And I promise you, he will. So number one, I had to acknowledge that there was pain. I had to acknowledge that my behavior, my frustration, I had to acknowledge that a lot of the ways that I was acting were not ways that God would approve of. Were not ways that God himself He doesn't behave in this manner. So if I'm behaving in this manner, that is completely out of my original design. So I had to acknowledge it. Number two, I had to forgive. Now, this is a hard one. This is a hard one. I had to forgive. A lot of the people that I had to forgive were people that I still communicated with. (laughs) I had to forgive people who were still regularly, massively in my life. I had to forgive those people. And when I say forgive, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a conversation with them. Although in a lot of cases that may help, it may help you to have a conversation with them because it allows both parties to really be on the same page and it it allows them to kind of have an insight um, of the journey that you're on. And I truly believe that even if a person doesn't fully understand, those are seeds that you plant and, and over time, they'll be able to receive the words that you say, but it doesn't also, it doesn't always have to be a conversation that you have with people. I believe that you can forgive in your heart. Let me tell you the importance of forgiving. In Matthew 18, 18, he talks about giving us keys to the kingdom. And one of the keys that he gives us is whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Oftentimes, we are trying to bind the spirit of poverty. Oftentimes, we're trying to bind the spirit of depression. We're trying to bind all of these spirits and we're trying to lose generational blessings. We're trying to lose peace in our lives. We're trying to lose healing in our lives, but we never see the manifestation of these things. The reason we never see the manifestation of these things is because in Matthew 18, 21, he talks about forgiveness, forgiveness. Imagine someone giving you a ring of keys, right? Imagine you being a janitor with a ring of keys 
and you have to figure out what key opens what door. What key opens what door? Let me help you out. The key to binding and loosing is forgiveness. The reason you are still broke, the reason you are still walking in in depression, even though you've prayed it off so many times, even though you've cast down all these vain imaginations, even though people have laid hands on you, all of these things have taken place. You've been watching your thoughts. You've been You've been monitoring your ear gates and your eye gates and you're you're listening to positive things. The reason you're still living a life of defeat is because you have some sort of unforgiveness in your heart. You have some unforgiveness in your heart. So every time you type in that passcode, they say access denied. Heaven is saying access denied because your heart is still hardened. So number two, forgiveness. Number two is forgiveness. And number three, I had to stay the course. I had to stay the course. What does that mean? There is a difference between healing and deliverance. And one of the things that most people don't take into account is Yes, I do have the keys to the kingdom, right? I am able to bind and loose things. I have forgiven. But what we don't realize is we have been walking around with these scars for 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years. So yeah, the chain is broken, but the behavior is still there. The behavior is the residue is still there. So it's, it's almost like a couple years ago, I became vegan. I became vegan and I didn't realize, to, to me, it would have been easy. I was like, oh, it'd be easy. You know, I'm not really a meat person. But I didn't realize how many things I actually liked had dairy. I used to say, oh, you know, I'm not really a dairy person. But to me, what that meant was, you know, I'm not really the type of person to sit around and eat a block of cheese. Okay, no, I wasn't a person to eat a block of cheese, but I liked mac and cheese. I liked Cheeto puffs. I liked hot Cheetos. I liked cheese on my sandwiches. All of these things I didn't take into account. So I had to literally, on my journey, I had to, every step of the way, pause. I would say, okay, this thought that I have is, is not righteous. And I need to figure out why it is I feel this way. This action is not righteous. So I need to figure out why it is my response is this way. I had to depend on the Holy Spirit a lot. I had to depend on him a lot to really help me walk out my deliverance because I didn't know there was so much dairy in my life. (laughs) I didn't know that there was so many behaviors that I've picked up and developed along the way that needed to be straightened and ironed out. I didn't know. So I definitely want you all to really evaluate your life. Evaluate some of the things that happened to you in your childhood or even in your adulthood. A lot of times 
we we take blows as an adult. We take blows as an adult. That's why I say this wholeness journey is indeed a journey. Like we may heal from the childhood wounds, but we may get in a relationship that wounds us. We may get a job that wounds us. Like we, a lot of things can happen along the way. So evaluate your life and find out what inside is wounded. Evaluate your life where you can use healing, where the scars are, and really begin to go through the process of healing. You have to acknowledge. You have to forgive and you have to stay the course. You have to stay the course. I am so incredibly excited for all of you guys to take this journey and I really truly want to be a part of it. So email me. There is an email address in the description, but if you have a pen right now, that email address is ashley at ashleyyoung.net. So A-S-H-L-E-Y at A-S-H-L-E-Y-O-U-N-G dot net. Email me. I want to hear your testimonies. I want to hear some of your struggles and I will respond. I will respond. I may read them on the air if I truly believe this is something that a lot of people are struggling with. Trust me, a lot of people have the same exact struggles. A lot of people have the same exact struggles. And don't worry, it will all be anonymous unless you do want me to reveal your name. But thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Listen, guys, I have goals for this podcast and I'm going to have to enlist your help. So in order for me to reach my goals, I need you to subscribe. Subscribe to whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. Subscribe. Rate the podcast, guys. Rate me five stars. I do want to hear your feedback. So that very same email, if you believe it's not necessarily five stars, if you have some feedback for me, go ahead and email me. Email me at that at that email address. I definitely want to hear your feedback. Listen, guys, this is a journey for me as well. And there's always room for growth and improvement. So email me. And leave a comment, leave a comment, just like any other thing in life, whether that's a re- you're going to a restaurant, you're checking out a new therapist, you're trying to see if this is something you want to purchase on Amazon, we all look at the comments. So leave a comment and help someone else out to really understand what they can expect and what this episode did for you. And If you are following me on social media, tag me. Tag me and let me know that you are listening in and you enjoy the podcast. That helps me be discovered, guys. And this is the last thing. Every Thursday, every Thursday, I am going to do what I am calling the after show. The after show on Clubhouse. So this is an opportunity for you all to share your testimony, to share your thoughts regarding the episode, and ask questions. I am going to have guests on every clubhouse, and I I am also going to have guests on this podcast. So ask questions, and on clubhouse every Thursday, we're going to dissect this thing, and we're going to be healed and whole together. I love you guys, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week.